And before I continue into today's word, I want to thank Pastor George that came earlier as part of our evangelism team. And his word was to strengthen and encourage people. So we've been blessed tonight knowing that we should not only see, but we should also taste. And I think that's very profound. There's a scripture just that says, just taste and see that the Lord is good. And tonight we're going to taste and we're going to know that he is indeed very, very, very good. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I hope during this time you're not becoming like a mystic Meg and you're trying to predict what's happening next. That's not your business. I hope you know that. Yeah, you're not supposed to predict. What you're supposed to do is now look for opportunity to create a new world. What you're supposed to do now is look at everything that's gone wrong and by the grace that is given to us, begin to do things right according to the spirit, according to the word. And that's what we're going to touch on today again. There's many people trying to calculate, many people trying to use interpretations to be smart and try and tell us what the Lord is trying to do next. No, don't do those things. That's not your terrain. Your terrain is to become everything the Lord's saying become through the word. You create the future man based on the word you're hearing today. And so I'm deciding, and I even want to congratulate our media team for setting up such an awesome, awesome depiction of what the future of some churches may look like online. And so don't become like those people that begin to do, I spy with my little eye. I think the world is going to become this. No, that's not our business. Our business is to become men and women that shape the world, that cultivate the world. I started speaking to the elite family the other day about the families that change the world. Before God gave anything to Abraham, he didn't give him sons. He first gave him a blessing. On account of that blessing, sons came and they came because God knew that this Abraham will begin to teach the sons the way of the Lord. Okay, let's start like this tonight. I think the last time we spoke together, I started speaking about um, don't rush, just trust. And I think that was something that we stuck on. And I'm adamant that that's, we're still going to coin that phrase. Don't rush, just trust. God knows what he's doing. I was reminded today, actually, as I was going through one of the son's pictures and how he started a new role. And I said, when we started the elite, I was cleaning. That was my full-time job, so to speak. I started cleaning so that I could give. I started cleaning so that I can pay our rent for the building so that we can have food every Monday together and things like that. And I did that because I saw something elsewhere. I saw a strength from the man of God and the brothers that I serve, to, I serve with or alongside today. I saw a PT in the SPAC nation that will constantly on a Wednesday or Thursday uh, and a Sunday continually give the word of God. I saw a strength and it wasn't a natural strength and I yearned for it. I was asking God, Lord, where does this come from? How can I convert my weakness? And that's really where we're going to park our tents tonight. How can I convert my weakness into strength? Now I have to start working on my mind. 
what I allow, and this is why when Pastor George was speaking, it was so important that we hear what the tastes, the things that appease us, everything that was coming into me, I had to make sure where is it coming from. As I started watching and learning what my pastors were doing, I began to understand that, Lord, this is a strength that can only come from you. I want it. So a hunger began to arise in me. A thirst began to arise in me. And I realized that Nikki's strength, Nikki's capacity, Nikki's ability is not enough for me to continue a legacy that belongs to God. I may try, but I will fail along the way because I've not been built up. I've not equipped enough to deal with the longevity and the strength that it takes to build an economical work that belongs to God. So I started looking for a strength. Where does it come from? And of course, through scriptures, I began to see, wow, this is where PT got his strength from. This is where Pastor Sam gets his strength from. This is where Pastor Dami gets his strength from. And all the leaders, this is where they get their strength from, through the word, the foundation of the word. But there has to be a covering of the mind first. Whatever you allow to feed that your mind has the capacity to give you a strength. If you allow fear in, fear also has a capacity of strength. When the scripture says renewing your mind daily, it means changing the direction of the strength you allow in. Do you understand that? I'm very careful because Satan's also got his own type of strength, but it's never strong enough. When the sons of God begin to rise and take their position, they can, Satan's strength will never be good enough. But if you don't know it, I'm very careful of what I allow in. Even social media, somebody messaged me today and said, Pastor Nick, you don't like my stuff on Instagram. It's because I didn't see it. That's not offense. That's not me being like, oh, I'm too good to watch what you're doing. I'm very careful of what I allow in. You may see me very popular or, or doing stuff on Instagram and posting all the time. I only post the things that I see. When I see a Pastor Toby or a Pastor Sam or a Pastor Daniel or my leaders doing stuff in their industries and doing things very well, those are the things that I see and those things inspire me. In fact, those things give me a strength. I'm very careful of what Satan also puts out there to inspire people because we're going to have to be very careful because guess what Satan will do? Satan, if, if you're not careful, he will employ you against yourself. And you'll be thinking that it's God because it looks good, but it's not God. Where did you get that from? Why all of a sudden you started a job so well, you started trusting and believing God and trying to know God like we don't know him anymore or you're getting depressed and you're getting weak and you're getting did you start relying on things that were not God in the beginning what was the foundation a builder when he begins to build he will first check the foundation check that he's got the right funds to build upon a foundation that is to be built upon I need the strength I need God's strength I need his strength. So every desire that's in me, I say, Lord, cut it off. 
everything that I desire and wish for, I'm saying, God, cut it off. I desire to know you more, the power of your resurrection. I need that because that is my strength. If we're going to take nations, if we're going to really, truly change the world, not with eloquent, fancy words, but really with the demonstration of God's power, it will take me dying to myself, my desires, and taking on his strength. Honestly, as I come to speak to you most times, fear will come in and say, well, you're not good enough to speak to them. Who do you think you are? But I'm reminded that actually I'm a son of God. I've got an inheritance. And in that inheritance, strength was one of the gifts that came with it. Let's read scripture tonight as we continue. There's a constant conflict between weakness and strength. But Paul will begin to say that in my weakness, you are made strong. Let's find that scripture tonight. I think it's in Corinthians. Are you with Let's read. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 to 11. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will... He said what? My grace is sufficient, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So really, God is looking for your weakness. He wants your weakness. So if we ever think that we're going to get any type of strength, there's got to be an exchange for weakness first. You may think your weaknesses are to, are to laugh upon and people will look at your weakness and think, hmm, that's weak. God says, no, I can use that. Don't forget, we started, PT started speaking a while ago that God used the detestable people and makes them the acceptable people. Has my voice changed a bit? He will make them the accepted ones. Let's read from the beginning of that again. Now we need to, if we're going to develop any strength, it will be by recognizing that we have a weakness. If we're going to develop any knowledge or any wisdom that is called strength, I must first recognize or know that there is a weakness somewhere, somehow, or whatever. It's got to be there. And that weakness will remind me it can only be by the grace of God. Read from the beginning of that again, ma'am. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses. Oh, yes. So we boast all the more gladly in our weaknesses because we know that our weaknesses is what's now made us strong. You guys have heard some of my past and if you're watching tonight and you're thinking that, oh, I've done so much things and I'm so weak and God does not know me because I'm so weak. Rahab was also weak at a point. She had a thing that may look weak in the eyes of man, but in the eyes of God, he saw that's an opportunity for me to infuse and impart my strength into a person that is willing to know who I am. If you're just willing tonight, your weaknesses is what he would take, Malia. He would take that and convert it and transform it into a strength that can take over the world. 
That's ultimately what Rahab did. She took over the world and was in the lineage. Remember we started speaking about the lineage of Christ. Became in the lineage of Christ because she converted her weakness when she found the source of strength. If you're looking for power tonight, if you're looking for strength tonight, and even if you're looking for the love of God tonight, it will have to, be, it will have to come from the acceptance of who he is. What he did on the cross was an act of weakness to give you a form of strength. The world will see and be bamboozled. Why would he die on a cross? That looks silly. Isn't that weakness? Isn't that this? Isn't that that? that? No, he did that so that you may have strength. These things are very easy tonight and simple tonight. But I want to make sure that your mind is completely grasping what God is doing in this season and what he's trying to do forevermore. The establishment of his sons and daughters is what he's longing for now. And if we want to take this world back for God, and I know most of you online, you want this world back for God, then we're going to have to take his strength. We can try with our own fleshly efforts. That will only take us so far. He says, take my strength. My grace is sufficient in your weakness. Have you finished reading that, Mark? So that Christ's power may rest on me. Yes. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults. Even says he, he, he delights in weaknesses, in insults. So when people are laughing at you, one of your brothers going to go and get a job today. And I said, people may laugh now. But in the end, you'll be the last one laughing. I understand a building. I understand process. If you're going to have any process or progress in life, it will be, a, be on the account of process. If you're going to have anything that's progressive in life, it's because you went through the stages of process. Today you may be a cleaner. Tomorrow you'll be the one telling the world how to act, what to do, how to think. Listen, there was a time we, we took strength from our government and we still do. We must respect them and respond to them, but even they don't know what they're doing. Our abilities are just not enough anymore. If you're not seeing that by what's happening in the world, then I don't know what else will begin to prove to you that our abilities is not enough. We need the strength of the Lord. In the strength of the Lord, there is power. I was saying earlier, so many people are telling, oh, this is what's going to happen next. This is what's going to happen after Corona. This is what's going to happen after this, that, and the other. That's very good. Can you now tell me how to make a multi-zillionaire company and change many people's lives with all this mystic Meg you are doing? Please, sir, ma. I know it looks exciting and people will clap for you in group chats. Woo, my God, you said this is going to happen and it happened. Yeah, it's kind of easy to guess now. Is even one way or the other. No. Now tell me how to change the people's lives that are living in Tottenham. Now tell me how to show them the life that people live in Dorchester. Tell me how to take zillions of pounds, how to have a club, a members club of many women and men that will cause their finances to change this world. Tell me that. That's what we're looking for now. That's the kind of interpreters we're looking for now. Not those that are going to tell us what's going to happen post-corona. You become post-corona. 
And you become post-corona based on the strength of God that lives on the inside of you. Are you listening with me tonight? Are you with me tonight? We want to change the scope of the world. I don't want the limitations of our minds or the things that we did, our pasts, our weaknesses in the past to determine how we behave in the future. Thank you. They're letting me know I only have 10 minutes left. And that's a problem because I've got so much to go through. I haven't even started tonight. So people will begin to run around helter-skelter based on what they see, not what they know. What you're fortunate to have when you open these scriptures and when you see men of God that really are teaching the undiluted, unapologetic word, they're giving you the ability to know what's on the mind of God, what's on the heart of God now. That in itself is strength. When you are arrested, that's when we know a strength has risen upon a person. When you find peace in a household, that's when you know strength has risen upon a person. But when you're running around panicked, strength can, all you're going to find is your ability running. And that will soon deflate. It will come to an end because it's not being sustained by anything. But when you're sustained by the word of God, an unprecedented level of strength will arise upon you. That strength will give you the knowing of what God is trying to do now in our midst. I'm really trying to share with you how we begin to get to know the mind of God. In knowing the mind of God, he says, because of that, take my strength. I can trust you to go further. How do you think Joseph will have strength in a prison? He knew the mind of God. He knew what he was about to do next. God was in the business of blessing a family. Joseph was a family man, meaning that he will carry a blessing. So everything in Potiphar's house will be blessed on account of Joseph. It is called strength. Strength that comes from the Lord of God. He said, you will lift your, he said, lift your wings of eagles. Sorry, find the scripture in Isaiah chapter he said you will mount up with wings like eagles he said you will run and not grow weary you will have strength and you will have strength on account of the Lord go to also Isaiah 26 verse 4 because I realize if you're ever going to have strength in anything it will come because you first trust the person you're asking strength from start with Isaiah 26 verse 4 I think it says, trust in the Lord forever, not for a moment, not for a short period of time. It says forever. As people, are we too quick to trust per moment or trust for a thing? But everything else, we trust in our own ability. It won't last. It's not meant to last. You're not built to do those things. That's why God looks for vessels that he can fill up. Are you there? Let's read. Trust in the Lord forever. Yes. For the Lord, the Lord himself is the rock eternal. It says for the Lord, the Lord himself is the 
The rock eternal. The rock eternal. Don't let me start with the rock because I will start with scriptures like, uh, uh, and Peter, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail. Meaning that upon every rock, there's a gate that's still trying to overcome it. That gate will try and come with his own strength to employ you against yourself. Because he knows that God has an agenda here on earth. And he wants to use you and I to make sure that agenda comes to its fruition. So he will try everything that he, everything that he can to take you away from it. He says, trust in the Lord. Once you trust in the Lord, it will be easy to take strength. Our community just, just, just does not know how to trust. We speculate everything. We're scared about everything. We fear everything. If we're going to be progressive in life, we can't. I can't fear coming on this platform, talking to the world. I can't do it. I can't do it because somebody first did it for me to hear. When I came into the nation, I came with all manner of skepticism. What is this? Is this a church? Is this this? Is this that? But then I began to trust. I began to trust the man speaking to me. I began to trust the people around me and said, because I trust them, I'm going to take whatever strength they have, use it for my life and begin to build. Have you finished reading that? Let's keep reading. We'll go from verse 4 again. Trust in the Lord forever. Yes. For the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. Yeah. He humbles those who dwell on high. He lays the lofty city low. He levels it to the ground and casts it down to the dust. Go to the... He lifts us up with wings of eagles. Go to that but those who hope in the Lord. Another scripture that says those who wait on the Lord. Go on. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Wow. So when it says those who hope in the Lord, why were you hoping? You were hoping because there was a weakness there. There was a problem of some sort. So now you're hoping that the strength of this God will help you. And he will, he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far beyond our understanding. When we wait on the Lord, there is a hope that he will transform our lives. The strength that we get from the Lord, that strength is able to convert and transform this world. How do you think that we're able to speak on a platform like Never be possible. But because of trust, because of hope, and because of weakness, those things were converted into a strength. For all these years, Paul's will cry out and say, there's a thorn on my side. Jacob too will, will go and meet himself or meet God and begin to wrestle, end up with a weakness as a reminder that it's only God's strength, God's grace, God's ability that will allow him to become Israel, will be, allow him to become a man of many nations, a man that will change the nations. I want to be that woman. I want you to be that man or woman. When I lost my hair to a condition, I thought, what kind of weakness is this? 
When I was doing all these things in the world, I thought, what kind of weakness is this? No man would ever care for me. No, no, no man could God can ever do anything for me. I'm done. I'm finished. God says, no, that's exactly what I wanted. That's the only way I'm going to get your attention in your weakness. <laughs> if you come with your strength, guess what? All you would do is keep relying on that strength. And it will fade after a while. Are you there? But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. It says those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Meaning that there was a strength there before but it wasn't good enough. So he's renewed it for you. And that renewal is an everlasting kind of strength. It doesn't go anywhere. It gets put in and plugged into your various endeavors. So you are strong enough. You have the capacity enough to face anything, any mountain, any problem, any issue, any territory. You have it. I'm not going to back down and keep quiet for anyone, for anything. I can't. It's too late now. I've come too far. But my job now, as a sister, as a mother, as a leader, is to keep helping. Helping to build a generation. Helping to build and change many lives. Watching my brothers, watching my leaders and saying, how do we keep pushing the agenda called Christ in the church? How do we keep pushing SPAC Nation and the things that they're doing to change so many people's lives? Look at the inspirational interviews that we're seeing. PT, Pastor Toby, and Ebuega do. What is this other than the strength of God? I want to be a participant of that. And for everywhere there may be weakness. When you're part of a family, somebody else will have that strength. Joseph's brothers couldn't see that. They didn't realize whatever blessing that Joseph could see for his family, whatever dream that he could see for his family, it was for the family. Eventually, did not the family come and participate later? It wasn't for Joseph. And it's too small to just be for Joseph. He wants a city. He wants a nation. He wants a peoples that he can impart his strength to are you one of those peoples tonight are you willing tonight again a very small reminding word of what the Lord is trying to do in our midst be careful of what you feed yourself with be careful of what you allow in fear has a strength doubt has a strength Lust has a strength and if you act upon those things, those two will rise up with wings like eagles, God forbid. Those two will rise up and take you out of the true calling of your life. Focus, fix your eyes on Jesus who is the author, the finisher, the perfecter and the pioneer of your faith. Wherever you may feel, feel weak, wherever you may feel doubt, begin to look at him. Don't take your eyes away from him. Keep focusing focusing and pushing forward knowing that he will give you the ability to get that's in Deuteronomy that's what he wants from you so don't look at your weaknesses tonight and thinking God can't use me he can't do anything with me you don't need me he needs you more than you know. 
if you can submit it to him. If you can just give it to him and say, Lord, I can't make it without you. I've tried, but I'm failing along the way. I don't know what to do. And you can join this family. I see there's many people on uh, my Instagram page and the Instagram page for Elite that are wanting to know about more about what the nation is doing, how we can change more people's lives, how we can grow this movement, how they can participate and change the direction and the trajectory of their life based on what we are doing here. You are more than, more than, more than, more than, more than, more than. Welcome to enjoy what we enjoy on a day-to-day -day basis. And we enjoy it because we are family. No one amongst us says we are more than the other. But we've all just a bunch of weak-limbed people that have been strengthened by the word. Strengthened by the revelation of his word. The impartation of his word. It's as simple as that. The word must come plainly to a generation of people that are desperately wanting to know him more. Desperately wanting to do his will more. And if that is you tonight or you know somebody, you've not let them tune in, send them these links. Send them PTs, Pastor Toby Edivuega, SoundClouds. Get them to know God by touching him. It has to be via a touch. This is why the woman with the issue of blood will receive a strength because she touched. If you can just touch these words tonight or let these words touch you or let the words that you will hear via the sound clouds or whatever platform you relate to, if you can let them touch you, you would see a transformation happening within your life. I believe it's so strong. I believe it because I'm a participant of it. And many that are here tonight, uh, that's not many because we're social distancing, but those who are watching and those who are part of the family, <laughs> they've been participants also. Our job is to keep sharing the word retweeting words like this putting positive messages out there because they are strength to somebody's weakness i look at places like twitter i don't go there why because i know what my mind can take listen i understand when people say they someone can say that i almost attempted suicide by listening to watching what's happening on twitter that place is a deadly ground if you do not have strength for it if you're already weak that place will <laughs> It would deal with you. I thought I was strong. One day I tried to go back and attack and, and do my own. Yeah, well, you know. I said, no, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm not strong enough for it. Get strength. Find strength in the knowledge of his word. Have you finished reading them up? But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Yeah. They will soar on wings like eagles. He said once they renew their strength, they will soar on wings like wings like eagle. They will soar. Go on. They will run and not grow weary. 
They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. They will walk and not be faint. There's a strength here tonight, brothers and sisters. Take that strength. It's available to you tonight. So don't think it's the end. I tried to know God and I did it for a while. I was even once a pastor or a minister in my church or I was doing all these things, but I just got tired. Whose strength was that though? Whose was it? As I look at you tonight, I came downstairs in my room with ease. All of this was set up. All I now need to do is just speak what I know. Christ revealed the hope of his calling. What I see my legions teach me. What I see my family members teach me. That's my strength. That is my place of power. I hope we believe. And we're receiving everything that we're hearing tonight. And yes, I can see some people saying family. Yes, it has to be family. And this is why we're going to jump quickly to Ephesians 3 as we close tonight. Because they're letting me know I have two minutes left. And I wish I didn't because I have so much more to share with you. Yeah. Ephesians 3, you know where I'm going with this. From verse 14, for this reason... For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in, in heaven and on earth derives its name. It will always start with family. It will always start with family. And this is how this new church operates. When I look at the nation that's called SPAC Nation, all I'm seeing is family. Not perfection, not everything looking like, it's family. And because of that family that we've committed ourselves to the Lord, we begin to get the perfection that comes from the Lord. We begin to get all his characteristics, all of his nature, all of his fullness. The family looks healthy. The family looks well. Why? Because we've taken everything that belongs to him. Go on. I pray that out of his glorious riches, yes. he may strengthen you. That out of his glorious riches, that he may strengthen you. He may strengthen me. He may strengthen the family. Go on. With his power. With his power. So what is this strength? The strength is actually his power. This power that gives us the ability to do. This power that gives us the ability to become like Daniels in our industry. This power that gives us the ability to change the equilibrium of the world. This power that gives us the ability to change our lives. When we see someone with depression or someone that's not doing well, there's a strength given to the family that will give you the power to change that person's life. We need that strength. Through his spirit in your inner being. Right. So, in fact, it's got to be strengthened me in my inner man first. Once Christ is dwelling there, he becomes the strength living in my mortal body. Living in our mortal body. 
That strength begins to ooze itself out. Once it's permeated us, once it's saturated us, it begins to ooze itself. It begins to get contagious. Then somebody will ask, mm, like Pastor George would say, this looks tasty on you. The glory of, the, of God looks so good on you. It says just taste and see that he is good. And if he is good, he will give you his strength that makes him good so that you also will become good. Go on. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Yes. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, yes. may have power yes. together with all the Lord's holy people. So the strength gives us power, and that's where I'm going to end it there. The, the strength that we get gives us power. We're not looking for fame. We're not looking for how many likes or dislikes or whatever it is. We're looking for impact. The life that I had, the things that I went through, is enough for me to know that I can speak to somebody and impact their lives and change their lives. I see there's many people on, on various platforms asking, how did you do it? How did your pastor do it? I want to hear more about this pastor, Toby. How comes he's changed your life? Wow, I heard your story before and what you're doing now. It's because I joined a family of strength people that were once weak but took on the strength of Christ that took on the strength of the Lord and became very powerful people in fact we haven't even got to where we're going yet there's still a power we haven't even visited yet but it will be lavished upon us when we join ourselves together as one family taking on the strength of God are you hearing me tonight we need it we need it. So those of you who are listening on YouTube, listening on the Periscope, those who are on the various um, Instagram and Twitter platforms, our job is not to bamboozle you, is not to say things we do not know. I'm sharing things that changed my life, that allowed me to listen to my leaders, that allowed me to go out there and prosper and prosper well. Listen, I don't really have, let me tell you this, it's not that I, I'm not trying to be a woman, to, to, to not have poverty. Poverty can just not be in my life anymore because I've decided. It just cannot be. I'm looking around me, I'm thinking, Lord, how do we sustain this? Maintain what you're doing and where you're still taking us to. It takes a strength from the Lord. How is it possible? As we continue with the work that we're doing as a nation and as a body and as a family, our strength is what will make us prosperous. Our resting is what will make us prosperous. Our peace is what will make us prosperous. All of these things I would deal with deeper when we speak to the family on our private periscopes. But when we speak on a volume like this, I speak plainly. So that you can know what we are doing here and how we transform our lives. This is the beginning of a new era. But start trusting. Don't be like the community of people that become guessers. 
that are using the power of God to do to get your own uh, your own desires met your own pleasures met the things you want to get out of in life no 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 you use the word of God to advance the kingdom of God you use the power and strength of God to to, to change lives to build his kingdom to establish his kingdom and to maintain his kingdom have you been blessed by this word tonight because I can see they are showing their fingers that it's time for me to go and I haven't even touched where I want to touch on tonight but it's fine I know we'll be back next week and next week we're going to go in with real heat are you ready for that those of you who are on Periscope I can see you so if you let me know that you're still with me that will help me a great deal but these scopes or these periscopes are very strategic very strategic very strategic and we'll explain that a little bit later or another time but for now as of next week we're going to turn up the heat a little bit more we want thousands of people I want thousands of people to come into the same light that I came into when I entered the doors of Lancaster House I want to see that daily and I hope you too that are listening at home, those who are listening online, you too want to see that as well. All the way in France, Paris, all the way in Congo, in Alaska, you've got to have the same desire to see lives change in whatever capacity possible. But it comes with a strength first. Be careful what you allow to feed your mind because it will dictate the actions of your life be careful who you allow in don't let Satan come and knock on your door and employ you against you don't allow it I've seen so many people in mental institutions why because they took the strength of flesh instead of the strength of God and these are the most intelligent people mind you but because there was no family to integrate with, no family for them to lean upon, no family for them to trust upon, all they could but do was rely on themselves, on in their selves, remind themselves and their thought. Many people, they go to God with prayers that, they, that, that have become their own desires, telling God. In fact, they speak on behalf of God. You've gone to God with a prayer, Lord, I need this. And then you've got an answer and you make a decision. God told me to do this. Where did you get that from? That was your own interp interpretation of your own thought. Be careful of those things. And I'm saying that because I know how quick that when God is speaking to us sometimes, we can easily, because he speaks in the form of men, we can easily miss it. And this is why we've got to be constant in the word constant in fellowship constantly listening to a man that is giving us undiluted word on how to know God and when he speaks and when he that is genuinely him speaking when Samuel thought that he was hearing Eli and it was actually God it's because he was so submissive to his leader followed the direction of his leader that he considered his leader to become like some sort of God be careful of your desires, of your thoughts. It will put, keep you in a place of weakness. 
And you'll be wondering, but God, I believe in you and I trust in you. He says, yeah, but you did it half-hearted. That thorn that you had in your side, you tried to remove it. You tried to conceal it and make it look like your strength, like, it's, like you're strong based on your own merit. I needed people to see that you're thorn. I needed them to see your weakness because in your weakness, my grace is what is sufficient. My grace is what people will look at and see, wow. That truly, indeed, is a man, a woman for God. This is your time. This is our time. The heat is going to go all the way up. Are you sure you are ready for the fire that's yet to come all over? Where the, where the president or the prime minister, whoever says what they have to say, let's keep listening to their instructions. Stay at home, don't stay at home, maybe stay at home. If not, we don't know what, but just you, you get what they're saying. Stay at home. Take care of yourself. Take the precautionary measures that they say you should. Wear your mask. Do what you have to do. But do not for a minute move outside of the confines of this word that are set to change the direction of your life into greatness. It's your time to rise. It's your time to rise up on wings like eagles. You will soar. You will run and not grow weary. You will be strengthened all the days of your life. If you can trust in the Lord and in his might, he will begin to reveal the mysteries of what will happen to a generation that has been given to you and I. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God indeed. Praise God indeed. Praise God indeed. Praise God indeed. Now, you know that the elite city didn't just start itself by itself. If you're listening to it for the first time, and I know there's some listeners that will watch and not say anything, can just report back later or DM me later and say, wow, this is so, or whoa, I've listened to Pastor Nikki and I've listened to Pastor Toby and I've listened to all the generals, the Pastor Sams and Pastor Dammies, and I listen to them daily. Daily, 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 I listen to all my leaders and say, Lord, give me wisdom of what's being said. How do I change the life? How do we more change the life of men and women? Are you sure you're ready for this? Praise God. Let's worship tonight as we begin to close and as we begin to share. But I want you to stay connected with at SPAC Nation on every platform, at the Elite Central on every platform. The word from Pastor Toby Adebuega is getting stronger and stronger and better and better. And it's the kind of word that can change the whole globe. And I'm confident in that. I'm confident that those that listen to his word will be the final frontiers and the pioneers of what will shape a new world. As the, the elite family, we've been looking at the people like the Rothschilds and the J.P. Morgans and the Ford family and what they did and how what they uh, did started changing the finance industry, the car industry, the engineering industry and all these various. And guess what? Some of them during the time of pandemics will get stronger. But it was a family system that they used to change their world.